This season of Good is sponsored by Good Treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the design. With Good Treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag and drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go. For our good listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for 20% off your next purchase. Simply use code GOOD20 at checkout. See all the treatment designs at goodtreatments.space. Do you like this shirt, Jared? Try it out. I like it. It's form-fitting. Form-fitting and, you know, still earth tone, but not my normal. Yeah, I like it. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I'm still oh, wearing no. the same, one of the same four shirts I always wear. Yeah. Stand up. Let me see you. Turn around. <laughs> what do you think? It, it, it surprises me that you go, like, well, one, you wake up and you put your shoes on, like, even if you're just staying at the house. That's weird. Yep. And socks. Incredible. I just, I just, it gets, dude, I think, I think coming downstairs to my office every day. I'm like, I need to make myself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> not an alcoholic drink, some kind of coffee drink, but not coffee. Um, and I need my desk to be clean, which is not super clean. Right now. I need to put on real clothes. It just helps. It just helps me like, no, it's a good, uh, sort of, I don't know, mental game you're playing there on yourself. I like it. Yeah. It's kind of. I mean, sometimes I'll spend a whole day in a fucking robe if I if I can. Robe I would not do. Sweatpants I would definitely do. <laughs> but robe, yeah, you're wearing robe, a button up. Robe's fucking. pretty aggressive. Yeah, dude, look what I found in my pocket this morning. In your breast pocket. <laughs> cool stack of bills, a bro. Stack of cash. How much is that? It's probably like forty bucks. Jesus. I. It was because my um. It was Christmas and my kids had gotten some money yeah. and they were like, Hey dad, they love playing Sims, Sims four on my old PlayStation four. <laughs> and so they're like, we want to get a new pack, which is like, I don't like going to college pack or something like that. You know, like uh-huh. where all their little characters can go to college. Right. They're like, and you know, I have three girls and they're like, we're going to put our money together and we're going to buy this thing. And I was like, okay. It's like, how about that's cute? Huh? Yeah, yeah. So they just like I bought it essentially. They just like bought it off the PlayStation like app or whatever on the on the console, and they just and gave they just you gave the money. Cash. So I just forgotten about it, and then I was just like patting my. <laughs> I'm sure I've worn worn this shirt too with just like money in it. Um, this I'm is more of you I'm also you wore that shirt on Christmas Day. Right? For the record, yeah, it's not. This is not like just a button up. It's kind of like an over shirt. Not something that right. would wash between everywhere. Just that's what I was gonna say. Clear. Like you, you got a full on button up for your just your home work day. Yeah, it gets kind of chilly down here too, though. So I'll wear yeah. I'll wear long sleeves. Is it still snowing? Uh, it is not snowing, but in the shade there is still like snow on the ground. Nice. Honestly, it's been great, dude. I, I had a conversation last week with a friend where I was like, "Dude, I don't know what's going on. It hasn't it hasn't snowed in like three years here. Like, what is going on?" Yeah. And then a week later, it was snowing. It's amazing. And it's been great because it, you know, you run the risk of like 
you know, places that aren't totally prepared for snow for it to be like all the power lines are freezing over and breaking or the pipes are bursting or something like that. And it was like just a total, like perfect amount of snow and ice to where it's like, no one's going to go out and go anywhere. Yeah. You can just bundle up. You know, we had like our good, like hour outside where we were like in the snow. Yeah. 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 And, uh, that was good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't need much more than that. And then the kids have kind of been in and out like for a few days. So, and they, they got the day off of school today, snow day, which I wasn't okay. expecting. I was expecting it to be the, like a virtual day, like where they'd still have school, but they just wouldn't like physically go to school, but they just called it off. Just like, man, it's had a free snow day. So yeah. Yeah. All the pros, none of the cons, which is, that's a nice way to start. Yeah, I I have a really specific memory of being a kid and being in growing up in Oklahoma and finding some hills and just bombing the hills, you know. Broken Arrow, baby. Broken Arrow, baby. I still can't believe you grew up in Broken Arrow. (laughs) Because that's where Josh Goldman's from, right? I think we connect. Josh Goldman's from Broken Arrow. Yes, dude. We talked about this. Uh, Oh my god. Yeah, we we were DMing maybe a couple months ago about this and. yeah, we connected on. The I don't of, think I knew that. I'm sure yeah. that he and I have probably talked about that. My okay, so I was also born in Oklahoma. That were you born in Oklahoma? Um, because that would be so insane. No, I mean I think I was born in Baton Rouge, and okay. then when I was maybe two or three, I moved to Broken Arrow. I spent okay. all of my sort of like single digits in Broken Arrow for sure. We'll get to this, but keep going with your memory. I'm sorry. Yeah, just like, I mean, there was this hill sort of like maybe a half a mile from our house, and, and it was like a fucking movie, dude. Like, we'd go up there with our, like, circular, I don't know, like, there weren't trash cans, but they were made for specifically for snow, like, dude, you know, sledding. And you would just I can't believe on. you just said that. I'm so bummed. My kids were looking for something to sled on the other day, and I did not think <laughs> about, like, the tops of, like, trash cans. Yeah, dude, they all work. Like Anything yard yard bins. Yeah, cir- something circular. Damn it! With an with a a nice gradient. Um, can't be too jagged though. Can't have like a. It also can't have a handle, obviously. Right. Then you just wouldn't go near. But dude, I remember, I was uh, I forget where this. Maybe this wasn't Broken Arrow, but I remember it was. But my mom, I sort of sat in my mom's lap, and there was this, like, um barbed wire fence at the bottom of oh the hill like really far like you'd have to get some major speed to, to like get to it right yeah but i get on my mom's lap probably when i'm like seven eight nine years old or something and we just had enough weight to like go fucking real fast and i just remember she had to like stop us by just like grabbing the barbed wire and she got all cut up and stuff and there's oh it was like a fucking fargo movie gosh. dude i was like what is happening i'm covered uh, in my mom's blood yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she protected me bro wow. it was nice mama bear that's great yeah um okay so the reason i know broken arrow is because that's where carmen's from yeah of course we talked about the him one of our <sighs> Our house was in one of his music videos or something like that. I don't know if you told me that. That's amazing. Though. Yeah, I think he was looking for like swings, like uh, porch swings, because he used. We all went to church on the move or whatever, and 
I guess that was like his church. And I guess somehow, some way they got connected that we had this like really old house with this like amazing porch swing. And Did he come by your right. house? He... I don't have a memory of, of, yeah, of yeah. seeing, but I, I've you know, seen I him met so him times. I mean, I've met him many times too, but oh, where'd you okay. meet him? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be honest. Now I'm having doubts, right? When I said that, that I was like, Maybe it was just. A, did I assume that yeah, memory yeah. from my sister? Because I was like, maybe she met him, maybe I met him. I can't honestly remember. But he used to come to Columbia. I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. He used to come to Columbia to the. Yeah, that's uh, probably a huge Carmen town, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm trying to remember the. Is it the Kroger Center? I don't know. Something like that, and um, we would always like volunteer. So we were like. Uh, Again, I can't remember if this is me or my sister because um, I've heard the story so many times. I'm like, I can't decipher. But we were putting, you know, it was like one of those things where they have like flyers that go underneath every chair or something like that. Yeah, of course. And so they had volunteers who were like, you know, kind of doing sections of the of the uh, arena. Um, and so I think I think it was my sister, if I had to guess. I think it was my sister. Um, and... It was like he just kind of like came out of the shadows and was like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, you know, just to come out to like say hi to like the volunteers or whatever. But I think it was like he just kind of came out of nowhere. And, he, you know, it was like this. We can we can talk more about kind of where he went in his later life. Uh, And went down a dark path. Well, I mean, he was kind of always like a little if you really like look at what he did with some perspective, it was always pretty dark. But. Um. Anyway, we, we I showed you I I told you about my like yeah. first yeah like real nervous breakdown. You and you know who I, you and Cody Zanger share that memory. Really? I I we were watching for some reason. I, he he came into town maybe a month ago, and um for some stupid reason we were watching like old shit like that. Yeah. Old Carmen music videos. And that one came on. He's like, I can't watch this. Yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe I just now realized that that was for some reason I was thinking that like, I didn't realize that was both of you guys. I think I had, I had heard us talk about, I don't know, but that's, you guys like, oh, share, that's share that fear. Yeah. I mean, dude, it was visceral. What's the name that's of that video? Hear. It was called, no monsters, no monsters was the name of the music video. <clears throat> and all I can remember is going to like a Halloween sort of church service, like yeah. kid service. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. And I don't know if it was and it. That was young, dude, like seven, eight, nine years yeah. old with a bunch of other kids. And I don't remember if it was like a premiere or something, but I think he was there and they showed <laughs> yes. this video and they showed this video and the beginning of it, and you've seen it, right? Oh, yeah. Like the beginning of it starts as like this old time movie with this family driving into the middle of nowhere and their car breaks down. And it's very like kitschy. Like when you look, watch it as yeah. an adult, you're yeah. like, yeah. The, the people are like, um, uh, the guy, the dad's got to go get gas or whatever. And then the mom goes, oh, babe, didn't you hear on the radio about that escaped convict? Like Murderer? shit like that. Murderer? Yeah. And the dad starts walking and this, all of a sudden this crazed murderer like tries to kill this family. 
And this is like, again, a Christian artist. <laughs> like, and this was a bunch of kids and he's got like this axe and he's like in like thrashed prison clothes and he's trying to kill this family. And the song is very creepy too. And did I just, I remember going home and I couldn't like actually no lie. Couldn't sleep for three days. Like I was shaking at night. I was having nightmares. I was, uh, just mortified. Yeah. Just absolutely terrified. Okay. So for people who have no idea what this is, and we don't talk about this much longer, <laughs> but Carmen oh, was I do like, have to say one more thing. I okay, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I make your point. And then oh, okay. Okay. Kind of a change subject. So Carmen, well, Christian and I both grew up like very Christian. Um, well, cri- that like was double Christian. Evangelical. Yeah, exactly. Double fisted <laughs> <Yeah>. Christianity. <laughs> very evangelical. And, um, and Carmen was like this, in all reality, kind of like crazy hybrid of musician slash like storyteller, filmmaker yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and you look back and obviously it's pretty, pretty problematic. A lot of what he was doing, but the, the way in which he was doing it was actually like kind of crazy. Like yeah. he was making these like little movies and growing With up like was, massive production. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like no like doubt. Huge like, production. Real, real production. So he became kind of like this mini celebrity in like the church world when we were younger. Yeah. And um, anyway, he, that, that the whole reason this came up is he, he comes from broken arrow, Oklahoma. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, if you're totally confused, that's the long and short of it. Yeah. I have to make a, I have to, I just remember this right now, but I have to make an apology to one of our listeners. Okay. Because you were there when I bought this, but I bought this T-shirt in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Uh, this Carmen T-shirt, and I was like, cool. And I ended up selling it to a guy named Edward Crockett, I think his name is. Okay. <clears throat> who is a listener. Um, and this was right when Hurricane Ida hit, and we like, <clears throat> and we like evacuated. Ah. Uh. Um. So I still owe him that shirt <laughs> from fucking August or something. Either that or I got to give him back his money or something. So Edward, if you're listening, uh, I did not forget about you. The Mother, shirt. Mother nature had other plans. Mother nature had other plans. And uh, I evacuated with the shirt though. Cause I was like, it was in a Ziploc bag ready to be shipped. And I like grabbed it and I was like, let me bring this to Amarillo where we, where we were going. And uh, I don't know if it and if it stayed in Amarillo or if whatever, but you got to I mean, write gotta, that, dude. You got to figure that out. I know I got to write that wrong, Edward. Appreciate your patience, my guy. <laughs> nice guy. Nice guy. Um, so it we wasn't were, like a terrible amount of money. I think it was like forty bucks or fifty bucks or something like I'd that. I'd be pissed. But. Yeah, I'm sure he is. He's just <laughs> loathing me right now. I will, I will either, dude, I will send the shirt and I'll give you a bunch of treatments. How about that? Edward, just DM me and I'll give you a code. There you some go. good treatments. Did you know what I thought about the other day when I was updating our website was, remember when we had like, we promised this thing. It was like eight episodes in that we were going to do a mystery box. What? Do you remember this? We were going to send a mystery box that had like random shit from you and me <laughs> to a listener and somebody, I forget who it was, but someone, somebody won and then we just didn't do it. We just never sent it out. 
Dude, how long ago was that? I don't. It was probably long. six years ago. Oh my god, we got to write that wrong too, man. I know. God, we're so terrible. I know. I think the thing was is that we were. It was one of the episodes we recorded where you were in Charlotte or something, and we were like, "Let's put this together," and then we just kind of forgot, and then it just yeah, kind yeah. of disappeared and never happened. I think you know, like us being in different. It's, it was d- definitely harder to do with us being in different locations. But I think we were trying to do it and we were in the same location and then it just didn't happen. So I forget who that was, though. But if that was you. <laughs> I got some listening. shit I can put in a mystery box right now, dude. I know. I I'm a, looking I around my cool desk shit. and I'm like, I could, I could do that. I think the hard part would be I have to like send you stuff and then you have to collect your own stuff and then. Or we could just both bombard him with like one item at a time. You know what I mean? Dude, can I tell you you one of my favorite stories (laughs) of this podcast is uh, PJ Zabo. Yeah. DM'd me because I I had like done something on the website. I think we were trying to sell t-shirts and we, we never quite like got off the ground with that, but we were trying to sell t-shirts. So I was adding like the, like, um, e-commerce stuff to our website. Somehow my, my actual home address was like left on the website. Did he send you a pizza? Is and this that he, guy? he sent me a pizza. He ordered me a Papa John's pizza <laughs> and DM'd me. and was like, Hey dude, just a heads up. Your, your address is on the good website just wanted you to know so you can take it down also i sent you a pizza (laughs) (laughs) which is like one of the most legendary moves i i can think of did you eat it like of course i ate it it was papa john i think it was like some kind of meaty papa john's pizza what a guy how unbelievable pj coming through yeah it was it was sick that was very very cool did that make you want to like leave your dress out there just for like little just goodies. for more pizzas? No, <laughs> I feel like that was probably the only time it was gonna be. I was gonna get a pizza in return. All right, um, hold on one second. Okay. Okay. See, dude, I don't fucking. I got no shoes on, and I got a little. <laughs> dude, I I'm like. Do you wear shoes without socks? Um, no, no. So because my shoes are not that great. I don't have like. I mean, I'll wear like slippers with no socks. I am like definitely not like a. Uh, <clears throat> by any means, am I like a sneaker guy at all? At all, I pretty much only wear old shoes I get off eBay. Yeah. Um, but. I bought some shoes a few months ago that were like probably the most expensive shoes I've ever bought. And then yesterday, I don't know what came over me. I almost bought another pair of very expensive shoes. <laughs> and then I had to be like, no, what am I doing? I can't do this. Yeah. I don't have to say what they were. Yeah. They were, they were some new balance. There were some new balances. You like new balance, huh? Yeah. Dude, I, I'm kind of a, Big Adidas guy right now. Yeah, because you love soccer so much. Uh, yeah, it's a good silhouette, you know. I get it. Or I mean, I get the silhouette's a big deal. I was the first pair that I got. I was hanging out with somebody in uh, Denver who like was like a Adidas like rep or something. 
some guy who like worked for the company. Okay. And he had those like green Kermit ones. Did you ever see those? I don't think so. I I think I, I wear them pretty often, so you probably see me in them. But obviously, he had, I haven't like, noticed them. So by his door, he just had like <clears throat> I don't know, probably thirty pair of, of Adidas's that he just didn't like wear sometimes or whatever. Wow. And he just gave them to me. It was the same size. It was great. And my shoe, I think because my shoelace had broken on my shoes and he was like, dude, just take these. And they were like super sick, like <laughs> Adidas. That's amazing. Um, I just sent you a picture. See if you like this. Oh. Those are kind of sick, aren't they? You know, you can be honest. You don't have to like them. I mean, I wouldn't wear them, but um, yeah, they're pretty cool. I like the... Uh, it's an odd color, huh? Like it's yeah. an odd sort of clay. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Um, dude, what do you think about my idea yesterday that I called you about? <laughs> <laughs> we can't tease it, though. We just got to do it. Okay. We won't um, talk about it anymore. Record. Forget it. Forget I said anything. Forget I think it, we before the 30 days is over, we have to do something. We have, and let it just be a six-minute episode, too. Ooh. You know what I mean? Where it's like, what the fuck happened? That's, that's we could pull it off very easily. Okay. That's all we'll say about it. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Is that okay for today? I feel like we've been going kind of hard. Dude, I, I really hit a, hit a moment yesterday where I was like... Whew. After Sebas? <sighs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. N- nothing to do with that interview. Just, just like, um, it was mostly when I had to sit down and edit it. Yeah. Oh, you start too late, bro. That's your problem. I just don't like it to affect my night. <laughs> like, I want to be able to watch what I'm going to watch, and then <laughs> I'll I'll do it later. That's why your audio sounds like this, and you're like crystal clear. And then I'm like, I'm like back here. Dude. Listen, man, <laughs> if if you want me to be some kind of fucking sound engineer, you don't have to be a sound engineer. Some you kind just of have like, to fucking look at the levels. I am, you fucking idiot. idiot. <laughs> if I hear one more thing about, I'm just never gonna edit an episode again. <laughs> yeah, then I'll just be all by myself, all again. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> okay, so I watched a movie yesterday. That yeah, I let's hit one more. Let's hit one more topic, and then and then we're good. I was going to tell you about this movie. Yeah, I'm just saying, just for us. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> um. Are you okay over there? I'm just allergies, bro. Sneeze, sneeze I was laughing too hard. Came out of my my face. Oh, sorry. Um. I was trying to find something to watch with the girls. Just to kind of, we were just kind of sitting around and they were watching like YouTube and I was like, all right, yeah, off tablets, off YouTube. I'm about to go insane. Let's just like have something nice kind of on in the background. I had music on for a while and they're like, can we not listen to music? <laughs> and then I was like, why don't you guys just like go upstairs and do your own thing? And so we they were up- stimulated. They were upstairs playing Barbies or something. Um, and then I turned on a movie, a movie that I'd heard about, um, and I just kind of, yeah, put it on. And then I just became more and more like engaged 
and was like obsessively watching it. I had to end up pausing it, which was like kind of really difficult, but um, it's called My Octopus Teacher. Have you seen huh. this? No. Um, where can, where can we watch Netflix. It? Okay. Netflix. It, I think it either was up for like an Academy Award for feature documentary last year or one. I can't remember. It might've won. Um, so I'd heard of it. And so I was like, Oh, I've heard about this. And I, I switched it on. And the long and short of it is basically like, there's this guy and, um, I have to be honest. I kind of like the kids were in and out. I missed some of the beginning, but the uh-huh. setup is pretty much like, I think he's in Australia. I can't remember, but, uh, he's kind of going through like a midlife crisis and, um, decides that he just needs to like spend some time. He was like, he's a filmmaker, which is interesting. Um, and just was like hit a point where he was like, I just need to like get outside and like spend some time like in the water. Don't know why he decides this, but he starts like really engaging with going diving, not like scuba diving with a tank, but like hold your breath, like snorkel, like hold your breath and like, yeah, you know, diving, free diving, free diving. And I won't go into like all of it, but basically he's going every day and he ends up kind of just like seeing this octopus, um, living. I have heard of this in her den. (laughs) I have heard of this and becomes slightly like preoccupied, maybe even obsessed with this octopus. And he just like goes and films her every day. Yeah. And the things that he like sees. And I think like the kind of, uh, unintentional kind of like healing that it was to just like be around like a wild animal like this. It's very emotional, like surprisingly emotional. They build like sort of a relationship. They build a, a relationship to the point where like, they're really like interacting. Like it will like come to him and he will like hold it like underwater. Dude, isn't it crazy how, how it's a octopus are different than squids, but octopi. They're so smart, dude. Well, that's the thing he was saying is like, this is like an invertebrate, like mollusk pretty much who like, shouldn't be this smart. Really? But it's just like, I thought squids and octopi are like, have pretty good brains. Well, obviously, it's not as big as like a dolphin. Or obviously, anything, like she does. I mean, if, when you watch the the film, it's like the things that he's capturing are so incredible and unexpected. I may, I like, I brought my uh, two of my girls in this morning into into our bedroom. I was like, you guys have to watch this like one scene from it, and it's basically her getting hunted by a shark. Oh no! And her like outwitting the shark, and it is. Nuts, dude. You have to go watch this. I'm going to watch it today. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a pretty... It really is like a very easy watch. It was like... Didn't feel like it took a whole... It's very engaging. Doesn't take a whole lot of like... Intense focus. Yeah. It, it, it's like a really nice thing just to kind of have on because it's beautiful and like really emotional and sweet. So anyway. Um, I love those kind of docs, dude. It actually was really interesting watching it because it's... Just from a technical point of view... Of course, he's out there filming like every day, but I'm like, once I think he would have done that anyway. I don't think he was thinking about making a film. Right. I think he's just a filmmaker who was seeing something interesting. He would just take his camera out every day. But like, 
thinking about the fact that they were like, again, I don't know if they won, I guess I should look, maybe they won the Academy Award for like best feature doc, but like the inner it's one interview. He's sitting in one place the entire time. And it's just him telling his memories and stories of like being around wow. this octopus uh, cut against, there's some like probably like extra B roll that they had to shoot, but not really that much, mostly cut against like his footage that he'd already collected. So it was just like, I'm not saying it's simple, but like, it is kind of crazy how simple it, it was for them to like, just like edit this footage together. Yeah. You know, it'd it wasn't be, like, it's so powerful and it'd be time. so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I'm like a big, <clears throat> like a big evangelist for this movie now. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. Have you, um, one thing for me and then, and then we'll wrap up, but have you seen the documentary time yet? Okay, no, but that's interesting that you say that because I was looking at on Letterboxd at people's thoughts on on uh, my octopus teacher, and someone said you should watch Time. Yeah, that was probably my favorite doc of last year, if not like kind of my top ten. So no, I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it's about. It's just this uh, really um, simple sort of like. I forget the the director's name, but this director just followed this family who their dad and their husband just w- went to into prison, mm. and she just films with these kids every year until he until um, wow. till the end of the movie, <clears throat> and um, she like you see the kids grow up like they go from like kids kids from like basically like six seven eight years old until like graduating going into college and stuff yeah and uh their dad's not there and the mom sort of become like gets her like um i think she becomes like a lawyer like she kind of like becomes like the wow the matriarch of the family and like is actively trying to get him out the entire time Mm. and the ending is just will cut you open bro it will just is it long is it like it's not that long i think it's like an hour 30 or something okay. but it's i'll have to check it out it. that that is one thing i'll say in favor of not like pitting these two against each other i have no idea but uh watching watching um my octopus teacher it was like it is one of those movies it's just kind of like let me just put this on let's put this on yeah you can just kind of like sit in it you know it's like yeah one of those movies are you are you a steve james fan like hoop dreams and um the interrupters and he did the one on Ebert too. No, I mean, I'm not really. I... No. You have you seen Hoop Dreams? Yeah, I've seen Hoop Dreams. Yeah, I love like, who hasn't seen Hoop Dreams, but I haven't seen his other work. Yeah, he's like a he's like a big like Chicago guy. He runs a or let's see, maybe he doesn't run the company, but Cartemquin uh, Films is like. Wait a second, is Cartemquin the same thing as Steve James? This is like kind of my obsession. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, this is kind of my obsession in film school was like, uh, was like documentaries, big time. Yeah. Big time. Still is for me, man. It's like, <clears throat> it's like close to my heart. Because like, I, I look back on like films that like really kind of, shaped me when i was younger especially you know and there a lot of them are documentaries 
Yeah. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Give me your top three. Um, they don't have to be the top three, but three that you would recommend for people to watch. I have I have three that I'll say too. Yeah, the Devil and Daniel Johnston. Yes, is one that I think anybody so should good, see. so good. Um, I would say um, Lost in Paradise or um, Paradise Lost. Wow, that's a heavy one. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a great one. Yeah. Also, the the sequel to that one. Um, that actually, um, who's the guy who directed uh, fucking Lord of the Rings? Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson, like, produced and sort of made happen. Um, Not to get sidetracked, but have you watched the um, the Beatles doc that he did? No, not yet. I know. I've, I've watched the first, like, hour, but I need to dive into that a little further. Paradise Lost is like a three-part sort of documentary mm. about these kids who are in uh, Arkansas. Or no, yeah. Yeah, Arkansas, who get convicted, who are like, they're kind of like goth kids. Yeah. And they get convicted of this these three kids who got murdered. Um, yes. They made it seem like a cult event. But um, Paradise Lost, if you don't want to see like a trilogy of sort of documentaries, West of Memphis is like the final film that is like looks at the entire sort of like almost 20 25 years of these guys imprisonment and it's one of the best documentaries i've ever seen so devlin devlin <clears throat> devlin daniel johnston west of memphis and then dude i think a fun one that i always come back to is uh exit through the gift shop wow that's a crazy you know one I mean? i'll tell you a story about that one off the record by the way okay. very funny <laughs> very funny story <laughs> But I love that movie. What a great movie. Um, okay, I'll give you my three real quick. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen these, dude. I don't know if you've seen these. Uh, Searching for the Wrong Eyed Jesus. Have you seen this? Yes. I think part of it with movies and music, it's just like when you see it. Um, and that hit me at such a specific time. And just like blew my mind, but basically it's like, um, <clears throat> basically it's this musician named Jim White, who's kind of a crazy. I don't even know how you describe Jim White, but um, kind of like a country kind of folk musician, yeah. uh, but kind of like on the edge, like where it's like teeters into like psychedelic almost. Um, and there are these filmmakers from the UK and one of them had gotten the other one of Jim's records for Christmas or birthday or something. And they kind of collectively were just like in awe of like, what kind of culture does like this music come from? Yeah. Um, and so they hit up Jim white and basically they're like, the premise for the movie is like, Jim, can you take us on a tour of like the American South? And so it's, you know, half kind of like staged performances, half like real kind of documentary interactions, Um, you know, some other percentage, (laughs) I'm out of halves, but some other percentage of like uh, Jim just kind of like talking poetically about the South. And uh, it's just this insane documentary that I think before there was a lot of like, um, kind of like 
muddying the line between documentary and fiction, that was one of the first times I'd ever seen that happen before mm. was that film. And it just blew my mind. So searching for the wrong eyed Jesus, it's pretty hard to find. I do have it though. <laughs> so if you're very curious about this movie, maybe send us an email. Uh, another one is rivers and tides, which is about Andy Goldsworthy. Who's just amazing kind of like, um, installation artist, but only works with like natural materials. And so all of his, basically all of his sculptures are kind of like temporary and kind of time-based. So it's like, you know, he'll build a sculpture out of like, um, like icicles or something yeah, in a very specific way, like where the sun's going to hit in a very specific way and melt it or like he'll whatever. And, and basically it's just this very like contemplative, documentary kind of following his process and hearing him talk about what he does. Um, I will say there's another one called leaning into the wind that, um, I have not seen yet about Andy Goldsworthy. About the same guy that I need to see. And then last one that I would like kind of of my top three would be Harlan County, USA, which is just like, what is it? This incredible documentary, um, uh, by Barbara Koppel, um, about basically just like coal, coal mining unions and, um, kind of this intense conflict between um, workers and uh, you know the people who run these mines and people who are trying to get paid more and cared for more and these people who you know kind of like the corporate structure. So it's just this massive clash of like, and it's all happening in I think West Virginia. And Barbara Koppel was at the time just like this twenty-year-old girl with like a sixteen-millimeter camera and like a tiny Jesus. crew, just like documenting this conflict. And um, it's insane and beautiful. And um, I mean, talk about just like the real like texture of like the South. Yeah. It's like so there. Um, Yeah. It's pretty remarkable. So anyway, dude, I could talk about documentaries a lot. (laughs) I I love talking about it. Anyway, guys, there's our uh, top three. (laughs) That's our top three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, maybe if you guys have any um, docs you want us to talk about or share on the air, send us an email or voicemail or something. Um, I kind of like having this conversation, so we can maybe do that some tomorrow, too. Um, all right. You good? I'm good. Love you, bro. Talk all right, buddy. Peace. This season of Good is sponsored by Good Treatments. Good Treatments is a highly curated shop of pre-made treatment designs for commercials, music videos, features, and branded content. We've all spent sleepless nights writing our treatments, only to have to start from scratch on the design. With Good Treatments, you have the look of a custom design without the cost or time. With drag and drop tools, you simply replace your images, copy and paste your text, and you're good to go. For our good listeners, we're giving away a coupon code for 20% off your next purchase. Simply use code GOOD20 at checkout. See all the treatment designs at goodtreatments.space.